Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly, author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy Your Happiness, which is packed full of tips on how to handle money, how to have more money, how to enjoy more money and earn more money and you know what to do with your money, how to save it. Uh, because most people now have very little savings, less than £5,000 of savings. Uh, they're, they're two or three pay salary paychecks away from foreclosure. In other words, if they didn't get paid for two or three months, they are in dire trouble. And most people are not saving enough for their pensions. When it comes to retirement, millions of people will, will definitely not be able to retire. They're, they're going to be the ones who will continue working until they, they virtually die or they'll be living in poverty. Uh, there was a thing out today saying, you know, many people are in situations now where they have to decide whether to heat or eat. You know, can they heat their home today or can they can they eat? So that's a sad situation to be in if you've worked for 40 years. But don't rely on the state. You've got to do something yourself. Now, I, I've the headline here is that markets have continued to fall. Now, yesterday at one point, the the, the FTSE 100 index, which is the 100 biggest companies on the stock market in the UK had lost in terms of value 97 billion pounds was wiped off of their value yesterday and which is incredible and this is because of this coronavirus also the Dow Jones the the European average stocks index uh, all down all all in trouble because of this continuing uncertainty regarding the coronavirus which is you know, spreading around the world. It's in Greece. Italy's had, had the worst case. There are people now coming back from holidays to Italy, kids coming back off half-term skiing, half skiing holidays who have found that now they can't go to school and sometimes the schools have had to be closed down. So it's having a serious effect. And the holiday industry and the, the airlines have been particularly hit and they're the ones that were, you know, for instance, EasyJet had nearly 20% of its value knocked off of its share price. British Airways, the, the parent company, British Airways, nine or 10 percent off of its share price. So, you know, th th there's going to be continuing problems. And I, I don't know where it's going to end because it depends on how long it takes to get this all sorted out. They're, they're still looking for a, a vaccine for this virus. Uh, I, I know it seems like, you know, less people have died with this than would die from the, uh, and the average year of flu. I think it was last year, 13,000 people died of flu in the UK. And we've had no deaths in the UK regarding from, from coronavirus. However, this is spread from, remember it was like five or 6,000 and it was 20, 30,000. Well, now, yesterday it was, it was up to 80 odd thousand uh, known cases. And these are the only, these are only known cases. You know, it's spread to Poland now, Krakow. And uh, it, it's a terrible thing how it's, it is spreading and how, once you've got it, it's not like, oh, I've got the virus. You know, it just, you don't know for maybe a week or two. So people are now being asked to self-isolate, stay at home, don't go out, don't shake hands with anybody, don't kiss anybody. And maybe this is why it's spread in Italy, because they always, when they see each other, they always kiss. Even the men sort of kiss each other on the cheek and hug and all that sort of stuff. Maybe that's why it's spreading in Italy. I don't know. Now, what do you do if you've got a holiday book to Italy? Because before... Yeah, with, with, it's just China. But now, if you go on holiday to Italy or one of the European countries, you could be affected by this, or Hong Kong or on an Asian cruise. What do you do? Well, here's the thing. If you've booked a package holiday, and particularly if you've got insurance as well, but the package company 
is has some duty of care and some responsibility and you should get a refund if you have to cancel your holiday due to to this disaster if the package holiday won't help you then go back to your insurance company uh, obviously you should have travel insurance which I've, I've mentioned several times on this podcast before you must have travel insurance because travel insurance doesn't just cover losing your bags or getting delayed it covers having to cancel because of things like this and uh, you know if 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 you've had to cancel and you, you're booked on a package holiday, so you've gone to a company and said, right, I'll book this package. It includes flights, tra airport transfers and hotels and all that sort of stuff. Then that's a package. But if you booked independently, like you book your flight with EasyJet and then you book your hotel on Expedia and then you book your, you know, your car hire somewhere else. Th th this is not a package holiday. And then you're unlikely to get a refund if you have to cancel unless you can go through your in insurance. So... Uh, that that's what I would say. Um, uh, that obviously, you, you need advice on this. So you, the first port of call, if you do have to cancel, is is to go to your insurance company. Um, but you know, foreign officers are advising people not to travel to certain areas. Um, but what what do you do? You know, some people. I, I spoke to some people who are going to Asia today. That they're not going today, but I spoke to some people today who are going to Asia, and and they're going ahead with their trip. They think, well, I don't care. Uh, I'm not just going to lose out. But, you know, there's been reports of several people losing hundreds and hundreds of pounds on holidays because they booked them independently. So, so that's what's happening. Other news going on at the moment is that the banks are cutting a lot of jobs. Now, HSBC has said coronavirus, but I, mean, I, I don't know where they got that from. They must have been planning this for a long time. But they employ nearly a quarter of a million people worldwide and they are planning to cut 35 jobs, 35,000 jobs worldwide and several thousand in the UK. But I spoke to a contact of mine in HSBC and he said most of them are going to go by by virtue of people retiring and that sort of thing. Uh, they're, they're not planning to make any compulsory redundancies just yet. Branches are closing down. Uh, I, I believe a branch in, in central London is closing down because the lease is running out. So if the lease is running out, it's a big grand building. Um, what do you do if the landlord has decided to jack up the rent to quite a high rate? then the bank might just say, well, we'll close the branch down and maybe open up a smaller branch somewhere else nearby. So where branches are running uh, running short on lease leases, like, so they've had a 20-year lease and they've got one year to go, the bank might decide we're not going to renew that lease. Because let's face it, things have become much more automated now. When you go into a branch, there's less people on standing behind the counter. There's more machines to pay things in and to do your banking. Then they're saying to you, do you, have you been online? You know, Have you tried this app? Yeah, and, and that's right, but it's doing them out of a job, really. They're sort of like turkeys voting for Christmas. But that, that's that's the way of the world. That's what's happening. How many times do you write out a check? I can't think of the last time I had to write out a check and put a check in the post to somebody or even bank a check. Everything's done by direct direct transfer, direct payments and that sort of thing, and credit cards and, and debit cards and tapping your card. You know, so it, it, it's it's not good news for, for jobs, physical jobs, but that, that's the way it's going. Um, my contact also told me that uh, artificial intelligence, AI, is, is coming into a lot of the programs now where AI can credit score someone. AI can pull out information from company's house on a company. They can pull out credit scores. They can pull out all sorts of searches, you know, instantly almost, uh, quicker than a human can do, perhaps more accurate sometimes than a human. So that, that will take up jobs. AI is now affecting the law. Uh, they've got programs now. They've looked at uh, programs in America. 
that can work out uh, cases faster than lawyers. And, and they said that lawyers have an accuracy rate of around uh, 70% on working out cases. They've, they've modeled this with AI and the AI has looked up things and has got a much higher accuracy rate. It's in the 90%. So it's, got, it's going to come to a, a point where instead of a lawyer looking through a contract, maybe AI would look through it and AI would, would, would sort out this contract for you. Or, you know, complex legal arguments or, or looking up old laws instead of, you know, getting out a book and looking at all these law books on the back on the shelf and, and looking through it. Maybe AI will be doing that much faster. So the AI is not just going to affect uh, jobs in, in driving and, and Uber cars and that sort of thing. It's, it's going to affect white collar jobs. It's going to affect customer service, administration jobs, big time. There's going to be millions of jobs. So what are you doing to prepare for this? Have you, have you got any savings? Uh, what you can do is, is make sure that you're not up to your neck in debt if a time comes when you, you were made redundant. Um, and, and maybe the time is to start preparing for what might come about. You know, think about your job. Is your job safe in, in the future? Is it going to be safe in the future? If you're working in retail, is that going to last if you're in a high street shop? You know, when you, you look at the way Amazon is, is taking over everything, Amazon now accounts for over 30 percent of uh, online business done in the UK. That's nearly a third of business done online is done through Amazon. And then you look at you know, the Facebooks and the Googles and uh, how they're moving into to businesses and moving into what were traditional physical businesses in, in a big way. It, it is quite, it, it's quite concerning, isn't it? How Amazon uh, have bought uh, companies like uh, Deliveroo or they want to buy Deliveroo. So they want to get into the food delivery business. They, they I mean, they are already in it. Um, how they want to, you know, they bought a company called Ring, these Ring phones that, uh, not ring phones, ring uh, doorbells that you can speak to, to people when they when you're out and you've got a camera there and you can say hello, uh, you know, can you leave that parcel next door? These ring ring doorbells, the company was bought by Amazon for a billion because they can see the potential of having a camera on every street. It's just, it's almost scary if, if you think about it that way. However, what Amazon has done is opened up a market for small businesses albeit under their control and earning money for them. And, you know, uh, there are certain disadvantages of going in with Amazon, but it does mean that if you're a small business, instead of setting up your own website and trying to get the traffic, you can set up your shop window on Amazon's website. And then you've got, you know, hundreds of millions and billions of people potentially online coming to your, your website. You've certainly got the tools there. You've got the setup there. You've got the the traffic, you've got all the advertising, you've got the trust factor, uh, all built into Amazon. So they've grown their business by uh, partnering with, with lots of you know, millions of smaller businesses that use their platform. Now, Amazon, they are getting more into this directly themselves. So if you've got a good product that you're selling online, Amazon knows what's happening. They, they can see all the data, they own the data. And therefore, if they decide that they're going to list that product, then they could put you out of business. But Amazon is there. They've, they've allowed people that don't have a shop to, to open up a shop online. And, you know, there's other ways of doing that. You don't have to go to Amazon, but that's what Amazon have done. And a lot of people are making their living as Amazon traders uh, and, and just staying at home and doing their business online. If you'd like to learn more about it, let me know. I, I, I've got a, 
some free courses you could do to, to learn more about Amazon. So there you go. That's the news, uh, the financial stuff to, that's going on today. Um, I, I, I hope that they can get a grip on this coronavirus because it because it is affecting markets. I wouldn't panic uh, just yet. Um, you know, if you if you're in the market, it doesn't mean you you know because the, the shares are gone down. You've got to sell them, but you've got to take your own advice on that and and decide what to do. But as of course, as shares are going down, gold and silver and precious metals are going up because they are considered to be a safe haven. So they've been going up by one or two percent every day this week. And they're certainly up quite a bit on the start of the year. So uh, anyway, there you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for people tuning in on Facebook Live. Great to see you. And do check out my podcast if you're on Facebook. Have a look at my podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or go to moneytipsdaily.com. Thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly. Bring your money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.